Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is gay guides. Yes. But Not gay guys. Gay guides. Guides. Heavy on the zzz. Not the zzz. The zzz. Yeah. So before we get into that... As usual, there's some very important thank yous that we would like to give to all of our patrons. Thank you so much for being so generous and supporting us. Um, And a huge shout out to Aiden, Olivia, Liz, and Serena. Thank you for supporting I Can Explain Podcast. Seriously, it means so much to us. And to everyone who's listened, reviewed us wherever you're listening, five stars only, um, followed us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. We appreciate you so much. If you want to become a patron, you can head over to at I Can Explain Podcast and click the link in the bio there's merch there's our patreon there um and we have some exciting news because along with our usual bonus episodes we are going to be planning a patron zoom in the next couple weeks so for those of you that are already patrons make sure to look out for that we're going to be doing like a little poll on when the best time and day might be and we can just do a zoom hangout and hang out and chat and if you want to get in on that just go and become a patron and listen to all the bonus episodes and uh we'll see you soon on the interwebs so yeah today we are talking about gay guides and this came up because sean there's so many layers of how it came up yeah also are you being sponsored by playboy no, I, I have two Playboy items. Okay. But I'm going I'm going through right now um, a phase of wearing them every single day because I hate all of my other clothes. Okay, yeah. No, so, I get that. Yeah. I was just wondering if there was some sort of sponsorship going on. There, okay, so there isn't. I would love it. Play, Playboy. <laughs> I'm sure Playboy's listening. You know, I, front cover, I'm the there. Playboy. Yeah, the Playboy. The one. Yeah. Whoever controls that front cover, hit me up. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm going through a crisis right now. Okay. We've talked about a this gay before. Crisis. Yeah, we've talked about this before with... With the pants situation mm-hmm. oh. um, of, you know, how we cannot wear skinny jeans anymore. But you're fighting against it. You're just waiting for them to come back. You're still wrapping the skinnies. Yeah, I, I still think that gay men are... Are, are allowed. Are allowed. I okay. think that we are free from that. And, okay. you know, if you got such juicy cakes like I do, yeah. I'm not going to cover that up with a wide leg jean. I, you I know? agree. <laughs> <laughs> I support you in that decision. Thank you. Um, unfortunately, I have less, Zero juicy, yeah, cakes. less juicy cakes to offer. So I've got to step it up at least with keeping up with the style trends. Yes, that does um, make sense for you. Yes. So I finally, you know, I figured my pants game out. I've got three pairs of pants that are not straight. They are not straight. Confirmed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> confirmed not straight pants. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm gay and stylish from the waist down. Yeah. Okay. However, what I did not realize, when you change pants, you have to change tops. Yeah, it does because require I, a full refresh. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that long line tops do not go with wide leg pants. <laughs> so uh, my entire style and what I feel comfortable in is like long line, often like scoop bottom black tees with skinny jeans. Yeah. Right? That's like been my vibe. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that. Like, it's hard to find me when I'm not in that vibe. So, my whole world has turned upside down. It's been a lot for you, I sense. It is. It has really... I've been basically reinventing myself. And um, I would not say that I am a style icon. 
So it's a little no. more difficult. <laughs> I would also not say that. <laughs> it's a little more difficult for me than maybe some folks. Yeah. To me, it's quite unsettling. And I also, if I'm just being frank, I'm not at the like happiest with my body right now and feeling myself. So I don't enjoy shopping right now. I feel that so So deeply. it's like <laughs> I literally have just found like a few items that I feel confident in. And because I don't want to buy right now. Because yeah. I don't want to shop right now because I don't Listen, feel like Listen, you ride confident. those few items and until then, the fucking uh, wheels come off. Seriously, it's just devastating to me that I have to, like, all these other items. And I don't have to. I know everyone's going to be like, wear whatever you want, blah, blah. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> Self-love, blah, blah. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, I, now those don't make me feel confident. The items that were making me feel confident, and now I'm self-conscious because they're not with the style. See, I don't think I can allow myself to... Uh, question my own style. I just once you start, it's too deep. I'm in too deep. I wish I never did. You know what? There is something that will help you though, and that is the simplicity of dressing in the summer because you quite literally have two forms of uh, of outfit. Yes, it's like a short t-shirt yeah. kind of situation yes. or a bathing suit. 100%. No, I'm really, I'm thankful for the summer. Yeah. I'm thankful it's heating up because I've already, I've already thought about this. I, I do have a couple pairs of shorts that I have confirmed are, are in style. Are they, are they skinny, They're... skinny leg short? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yes, like more shirts, tank tops that like will work with shorts. Yeah. Um, and you know, like summery button ups that are still still going strong, at least in the queer women community. Yes, as, you guys do love a patterned in. button up. We do love it, um, and particularly I I love it. Yeah. You know, like you... I half of my closet is different t shirt button ups. So um, yeah, I feel like my confidence is going to get there okay. in a couple weeks. But right now we're in a odd limbo. And um, I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling quite unsettled. But Playboy has come through with me. I have a hoodie and I have a t-shirt. And um, I'm going to just be You know, classic Playboy coming to just give positive body image, right? (laughs) Isn't that just what they're known for? they have changed their their No, I know. Trust me, I watched the whole Holly Madison thing. I've really followed them deeply. It is. It was quite amazing. Yeah. So I'm proud to be repping it. I am. Um, And... um, yeah, maybe I'll just have to see if they've got any other merch available that I can get in on and just really make it my thing. Literally. I gotta start tagging them everywhere. Oh my god. Oh no. Just make it my like new brand. Just like Playboy Ambassador in my Instagram bio, even though they they're like, Who are you? Please Never delete. Talk yeah. to you. <laughs> um so yeah, gay guys. Right. <laughs> That's yes. the topic. Yes. Not Playboy why Brie is wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I've got a segue for this. Okay. Because we've talked about before how a big part of my gay awakening was watching Girls Next Door, which was about Holly Madison and these other playmates who dated Hugh Hefner right. at the same time and following their lives. And a big, obviously, there's so many issues with that now, the show and everything. But we've also talked about before how you just took any ounce of like representation or sexuality that you could get. And at that point, like representation has come a long way but when i was younger when i was in high school you weren't even picking it apart for like is this valid is this um by valid i mean like is it fucking appropriate at all is this problematic is you weren't looking yeah, at that yeah, yeah. i was like oh my god 
hot girls. Sorry, that will was make your transition to say that girls next door was your gay guy? No. Okay. <laughs> Where I'm going with this is the thing is, is a lot of people, myself included, needed gay guides to realize that, that like, bridge between just feeling like their sexuality awakened by seeing, like, in my case, hot women that, like, made out with other women. Right. To what now I've actualized my sexuality to actually mean in, like, a more unproblematic way. Like, I think when you're... That is the muddiest connection <laughs> I've ever... Sean, I'm trying to do my part so, over so here. So, Playboy, so there's the girls yes. next door, and then I needed someone else to teach me. Uh, the, the bridge between. Uh, right. Keep up. The bridge is not stable. No, the I bridge do... is to Terabithia, and you're gonna fucking crack your head in the river. <laughs> okay, I do think when you are younger, when you're in, like, high school, okay, yes, yes. the hormones are raging... It's hard to understand the difference between what sexuality means in terms of, like, a fully encompassed identity opposed to just, like, I wish I was making out with Holly Madison. Right. So, I think because I didn't know any queer people, like... Even at that point, like, my views on what sexuality might mean and a lot of the, the what I was fearful about, about being a lesbian or even acknowledging to myself that I was a lesbian, had a lot to do with the way that those rep- that I saw that represented was just sex-based. Yeah. And I didn't know any queer person to talk to that it was more of that. So, like, I think a lot of people can relate in feeling like their feelings about sexuality were almost dirty. Yeah. Or, like, inappropriate, because it was just kind of Yours were, but most people (laughs) not. (laughs) It was just kind of focused on, like, the sex aspect of it. Yes, yeah. Opposed to, like, the romantic aspect and, like, just it being who you are, opposed to, like, a sex act. So even when I was younger, like, a lot of my... What I was confused about about my sexuality was that, like, the act of liking to make out with women. Yes. And I'd, like, dumb it down to that. Like, well, I can just stop making out with women and then this won't be a problem. Yeah. Opposed to thinking of it as, like, a fully encompassing, like, who I am. Yeah. So, a very clear segue. I think the more you talked about it, the more confused I got. got. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well. So, let's let's talk about gay guides and what this came from. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. We'll try that angle. Before sure. you try to yeah, try and... stretch any connection to the Playboy shirt you're currently wearing. <laughs> really? This is remembering my past self. My roots. It's a lot deeper than just a t-shirt, Sean. You're so right. So, this week... Colton Underwood. I literally have to unbutton my pants. Like, I'm literally about to pop out of these fuckers. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. I had to, I was uncomfortable. I couldn't lean forward because I was feeling the pressure of a button about to snap. Well, this, I felt the same issue on the weekend. Right. When I saw you tying your pants. I thought you were going to give yourself a UTI there for a second. (laughs) Well, I'm trying to do the, the style of tying them high. Uh, right. The style it's, of getting a UTI. Yeah. I'm really just shoving it right up the... I was like, she needs some room to breathe. <laughs> Sean was concerned with my vagina. Yeah, I was air. very concerned for the coochie. Yeah. Um, anyways, Colton Underwood <laughs> came out, who was previously, I believe, a football player, and then... Yes. I think college football is my understanding. I, I honestly don't know what the difference yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, really. One's in college, I would assume. Yeah. One is not I think in, in the States, it's almost like you're. Ju- it's just 
It's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's not apples and oranges. It's like limes and lemons. Like you're almost just as famous if you're a star college football athlete as you are an NFL athlete. Oh, okay. Like you, you, I don't think you make as much money, but you're like, they, they take their college football seriously. Why I'm saying that is it's not like here in Canada, if someone plays like college basketball, you like don't know who they are. They're not on like the front page of the fucking news. Okay. But in the States, like college football players are like known. They're like celebs. Right. Just getting that out there. Sure, okay. <laughs> just, just saying that, like, even before The Bachelor, he was a public figure for who he was. Okay, good to know. Yeah, That's I don't follow. I was like, yeah. why are you really, you really like to I'm talk about I'm just trying to get the people to know the background. Of okay? everything. Of today. everything. <laughs> I actually also think he may have attended a Playboy party. No, I am <laughs> going to unalive myself. <laughs> um... So, yes, he was a college or regular football, (laughs) high school football, maybe elementary school football player um, turned (laughs) bachelor. Yes. Who has come out Mm -hmm. years after his season. Correct. And everybody basically, well, the media Mm -hmm. has basically celebrated him and how brave he is and how amazing this is and all these amazing things about his coming out. And... Part of his coming out is great. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say that anybody's coming out should be minimized. Yes, right. Um, However, (laughs) Mm -hmm. he has, and there's two sides to this that we're going to talk about. Um, Mm -hmm. He has definitely not the best past. Correct. (laughs) His ex-girlfriend from the woman that he chose on The Bachelor, right? Yeah, so like she was... It was interesting on The Bachelor, too. Oh, yeah. You're a Bachelor watcher. Yeah. Let's let's get into this. Let's talk about it in order. Okay? Let's okay. talk about his time on The Bachelor here. Because... So, he was a college football. Yes. <laughs> he picked up his first football at the age yeah, of Yeah. Let's get into it. <laughs> um, no. So, he was on The Bachelor. Yeah. Um, and why I find this interesting, honestly, is because, and I'm going to be careful with my language because... I want to say that, like, I do not relate to the, obviously, like, stalking and stuff that we're going to get to post-Bachelor that um, his ex, Cassie, I believe her name is, um, has restraining orders and all these things. We'll talk about that further. But I just want to talk, let's pretend I don't know about that yet. Okay. Okay? Yeah, let's just pretend you don't know about the restraining orders, stalking, all correct. that stuff. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah, we'll just take that out <laughs> we'll of my little side. Yeah. Okay? Um, so, on The Bachelor... It was fascinating to me because when it was the first time this had happened, so he went through the whole season, then there was like the top three or four, I forget, and she decided that she was going to leave. Yeah. Okay? And he was like the first bachelor ever or bachelorette to have someone say they're going to leave before the end and quit the show. Yes. Okay, so, like, she left, and instead of being like, okay, she left, so now I have these other two or three girls to date, he was like, oh, well, wait, actually, I want to be with her, so he, like, chased after her and left with her. Hopped offense. Hopped offense was, like, the whole friggin' thing. Keep in mind, and I don't think this is, like, I'm saying this... 
I, I hate when you should never when someone comes out say to them, well, yeah, obviously everyone knew because that's diminishing the bravery of coming out. Yeah. But ever like anyone who is queer, like my friends that watched The Bachelor together, we weren't even saying in like a gossipy way, like, oh my god, he's gay. It was just like, oh yeah, this guy's gay. Like he'll find that out eventually. Like he was quite obviously, in my opinion, with my gaydar, gay. Right. But like very like. You know when you see someone who, like, to you feels, like, seems gay, but they, you can tell that they don't know yet? You almost, like, can relate to being in that position. Like, it it felt like watching him was, like, looking at myself when I was, like, 16 years old. And, like, looking back, I can acknowledge that, yes, like, there was definitely signs. And, like, I probably knew in some subconscious way that I was a lesbian. But, like, I wasn't even aware of it. Yeah. So, like, other people around me were more aware of it than I even was, if that makes sense. Absolutely. So, watching that, I was kind of continuously, I just got that feeling. So, I just felt for the guy because, in my mind, I, like, once again, I kept being, like, to friends, like, he might not be. So, like, obviously, you can't put that on somebody. But in my gut, I was just, like, this guy just seems gay. And he just, like, has been in social circles, like we've talked about so many times on this podcast, of heteronormative activity between football between the area and the states that he lives his friends and everything like that. i'm like i truly just don't think he has any like had any way to like even begin to become aware of it yeah. because it's almost like he's been isolated in this bubble of like, yeah he toxic wasn't given the space to question it basically to question it yeah. yeah and like a lot of these people these days go on these shows so fucking young which is a laugh within itself like the bachelor contestants these days they're like 21 years old and they all are coming on like I haven't found love yet and we're like you're all gay (laughs) (laughs) and it's just so funny because it's like I haven't found love yet like they're like talking like they're like I don't know 42 and are like oh geez I'd really like to marry someone and it didn't work out for me in my 20s and 30s like honestly the Bachelor franchise would be so much more effective and real if it was people later in life who actually like knew themselves yeah (laughs) (laughs) like my age yeah (laughs) knew themselves like knew what they were looking for had been through a few relationships and like had still been like you know it's frustrating to me because i feel like i've tried everything and i haven't found my person and i really want to settle down but instead they cast all these 20 to 23 year olds no one knows who they are at that age i would argue like looking back at who i thought i was and the way i acted and what i was looking for in a partner is so different and also like you have any like you like a lot of these people come on and they're like oh what was your last relationship and they're like oh well I did date someone in college for three months you know what I mean and they're yeah. gonna like supposed to be finding their partner and then what happened is okay so he gets to the end and he clearly had this connection with this Cassie girl and she left and he was like devastated right yeah and I think a lot of what I've seen coming out now is people being like very confused of how he could be so devastated that someone like. Par- apparently heartbroken that someone was leaving and then even afterwards taking out the again restraining order and stuff like this which is absolutely not okay but like what people are referring to is the high emotion level of it of like it seeming like he's going crazy because he's so heartbroken and how can that be if you're gay so i wanted to speak to that layer of it before we get into all the shitty layers of it because i do think that that's something that comes up a lot with people being like how can i be gay if i've also been upset that certain relationships have ended or people questioning that and i can relate to that because when i had my like one long-term boyfriend when we broke up like 
I was devastated. I sobbed. I didn't leave bed for weeks. Like, I was, like, so upset. I remember, like, literally, like, begging him not to break up with me. Like, I was, like, so, like, freaked out by it and everything. And at the time, I associated that with heartbreak. And I'm sure when I was speaking to friends about it, because that's the way I was speaking about it, they probably were, like, when I came out as lesbian, especially after I kind of was like actually I'm not bi I'm a lesbian them being like well how does this line up right and um now in hindsight looking back my fear and my panic was not because I was like heartbroken that this person we weren't going to be together anymore but because I was at that point so getting to the point where I was so hyper aware of my own gayness that I was like I can because I love this person so much as a best friend, I feel like this is my one last shot to, like, live a heteronormative life. Right. And You're kind to, of clinging to the... I was clinging to the, like, in my mind, last hope. Because I was like, but I love this person. You're also so clinging I must be okay to like, the to be gay or to significance be that they yes, have. <laughs> exactly. Because it's, like, a huge part of my, like, youth and... Um, during that time figuring out my sexuality and it just like to me it was sheer panic because I realized when this relationship ends like I'm not gonna have an excuse for myself anymore and I'm gonna have to face my fucking gayness because at this point I knew I was gay but I was like but I love this person. So as long as I have this person, it's okay. They're my exception. Yeah, no, I agree. I've talked about it on the podcast before, but that's how I had two girlfriends in mm-hmm. high school to catch people up. The first one, I broke up with her because I felt that I just didn't like her yeah. <laughs> and that I could solve it with someone else. My second girlfriend, after nine or so months, I was like, fuck, (laughs) I feel like I don't like you Mm -hmm. for maybe other reasons. But to speak to that, I also loved both of them as people. And you're almost willing at a point to make that work. Yes. That's almost enough for a good while. Totally. You know, you're like, I really like spending time with them. Mm -hmm. I can basically like use this as a shield my whole life. I am totally fine with it. I really like them as a person. Like it's worth it. We can have a happy life together. I don't need to think about this any further. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, when that ends, you're like, Oh shit. And the mirror is like waddling up to to you and you're like, fuck. It's so true. And it's like, I knew at that point that I could in my mind, I now know I wouldn't have been able to, but in my mind I could be happy with this person in the sense I'm like, it's good enough we're best friends, who cares that I'm gay forget about that Brie, like you're happy you like hanging out with this person we're straight straight (laughs) great today but I knew enough about my queerness that I knew if this relationship were to end, I wouldn't be able to start another one It's it's not even like I knew that I was gay. Yeah. I couldn't put it into words yes. and pinpoint it so Same. specifically. Mm-hmm. But it was like, um, it was like the, the room was wallpapered yeah. and I saw a little <laughs> rip in the wallpaper yes. and I knew that when I had nothing else to focus on, I was going to see what was yes, under me. Yes, you are going to start tearing that <laughs> yeah. away. Like, and then it was curiosity. way uglier wallpaper underneath. Oh, yeah. 
there's a lot to uh, a lot of wallpaper to unpack. Exactly. But you yeah. have time to do it like, all of a sudden. And you're like, fuck, here we go. I guess I'm gonna spend my weekends doing this now. Exactly. It was like I was playing I was focused on playing this role of who I like hoped I was instead of being gay. Like my internalized homophobia was very much focused on me doing that. Yeah. So when that role was like taken from me in a sense, I was like, fuck. And we've spoken about it before that because you are queer doesn't mean you can't have feelings for someone mm-hmm. of the opposite gender, you know, the uh, the typical yes. binary of gender here as we're speaking to it, obviously for The Bachelor especially. Yeah. But um, just, like, you can have valid feelings for people that yeah. are not part of your queer story in the yeah, end. That totally. is a very real thing. Yes. So now I think we've addressed that. <laughs> I have one other oh, one God. other layer. Yeah. One other layer. So that's one side I see because genuinely, if I were to use a word that described what I thought at the time was heartbreak, but what I know is not now, was panic. So when I say that there was high levels of emotion, like sobbing, yeah. freaking out, no, we cannot break up, panic. Like, I mean it. I was freaked out at what I was going to have to face if we broke up. So I can empathize with queer people of seeing a relationship like that end and being freaked the fuck out and like almost desperate for it not to end. The other side of it is I also knew, which was a big part of why we broke up, is we had just, which I've talked about, if you want to go back to the fucking retro fucking episodes of this, you'll get all this tea. We had just gone on this trip to Mexico. I was basically fucking fell in love with this lesbian on this trip um, that I was on with my with my at the time boyfriend and other friends and that was a that was a whole thing and that was like a big part i spent the whole fucking week in mexico with this girl yeah like he would go to bed at midnight i would stay at the bar till 4 a.m with the lesbian anyways so that was like i'm sure he was like goodbye um a big part of that also was I was so freaked out that he was going to tell people that the reason we were breaking up was because of this fucking lesbian in Mexico. Right. That I was already freaked out about my feelings with and did not understand at all. That I was like, oh my God, now that he's not invested, what if he goes and tells everyone that he thinks that I am into a girl? Or starts explaining things that you did and everybody else puts the pieces together. Yes, that he's like, oh, we were in Mexico, but instead of hanging out with me, she was... We were in Mexico, but she was fucking this girl the whole time. (laughs) And his friends are like, wait a second. (laughs) Hold on. Like, so it was just a combination of panic. It was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to figure out my own gayness. Yeah. Like... The reason it always wasn't able to go farther with these, like, women that I had, like, such romantic connections with is because I had a boyfriend and I loved him for who he was and, like, all these things. That, like, almost protected me from myself. And then also, oh, my God, what if now he's going to, like, hate me or he's going to go tell these rumors because he thinks it's funny or, like, whatever. People are going to put the pieces together. I was just panicked across the fucking board. So... I was, I went, I went nuts. Like, I didn't leave bed for two weeks. I was crying high-level emotions. Yeah. Okay? So, I can empathize, again, not saying, like, we're going to talk about what actually happened in the situation and why it's so much different than that, but... I, I will also say, we're going to need a part two. <laughs> we, oh, my God. It's 26 minutes in. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we're going to have to do Gay Guides This will be two. Gay Guides part one, yeah. where we'll talk about... Because we have so much to talk about. Well, we will talk about 
what has led us up to gay guides. And then we'll do and gay then guides. <laughs> next, next episode, we will talk about our gay our guides, gay guides yes. and what we feel gay guides actually means. Okay, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Good, 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 good. Because so, you'll probably tell another story about Playboy or, honestly, I don't know, <laughs> you relating to Colton gay, Underwood in some weird way. Gay guy. Hefner was my gay guy. Hey, Gabers. Today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention and it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app and it's an amazing value the lifetime membership has all 25 languages so you don't have to stop at one don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time i can explain podcast listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. Um, so yes, so moving along. So he leaves The Bachelor. He seems absolutely heartbreaking that she's broken that she's going to ever leave he seems very connected to her um they you know date and they do the whole very lovey-dovey thing on social media which again people are discrediting and i can tell you right here and now as a fucking flaming dyke that i did that with my boyfriend we took the couple photos we did the couple thing i wrote i love you notes i everything like that that does not discredit someone's queerness and if anyone out there is listening and has ever felt like people are questioning it because your past relationships or sexual experiences or dating or whatever it may be it does not discredit your queerness so i just want to i wanted to say that because i hate seeing online people debating it based on these very public videos and instagram account photos that he has with his ex yeah so now we're at this point where shit's <laughs> now we are this seemingly very perfect relationship I think up until the bitter end, they're to the in the public's eye. They're posting, uh, you know, once again, very like kissy couple photos and beach photos and traveling and all this stuff, making YouTube videos, all this stuff. I don't know YouTube videos, Instagram videos, stuff okay. like that. And then it comes out that they've broken up. Everyone's in absolute fucking shock because the perfect American, all-American couple that he left for her and she seems so in love with him, they're like, what the fuck? Like, this came out of nowhere. You just posted six days ago on Instagram. The classic kind of influencer breakup that everyone's like somehow confused that they weren't posting their behind-the-scenes whatever. Yeah. Like, people are always confused by that. I'm like, yeah, they they posted a happy photo six days ago, but like, were they supposed to live stream their arguments? Literally. I'm I'm so confused. Like, it's like, you're realizing that it's not like it just happened in the last six days since they posted. It's it's because it's of deep been, yeah, issues. You, you just you saw get, the happy photos. You get to photos. a point. <laughs> yeah, tends to happen. happy <laughs> photos. So that's another thing. And then it comes out 
um, later on that, um, which also matched up. I, th- I also just have to say, what? I think it's so funny that my intention was to have like a three minute summary of this. And I'm like, we're <laughs> but going But you in. are fucking Bachelor Nation. Bachelor Nation. I feel <laughs> like this is important. No, and it is. It's yes. just so funny, like not how I interpret. But then I, <laughs> in my mind, completely forgot that you were part of Bachelor Nation. Yes. You were honestly one of the head members yes. of Bachelor Nation. And yeah. you probably followed them or him this whole time yeah like i i i definitely like would see headlines and i would read about it like that's the thing it's not like for me like for a lot of people maybe you and like other people it's like oh colton underwood oh it says he's the bachelor guy oh right i think i, I was like gay like, whatever. football bachelor now gay restraining no, like, order. i've watched their whole relationship the no whole i think thing. it's good i think it gives a lot more context it's it just it's yes. just funny how different our gives context and whether we agree with him and who he is me Meaning not the gay part, like the actions that yeah, he's had. Yeah, don't agree with that part. Yeah, um, the it, I th- I do think that this story, because it has been so public and documented, their relationship, everything, gives a lot of context for a lot of LGBTQ plus people it, to their own journeys of finding themselves and feeling like they're discredited for their past relationships totally. or hiding it. No, I think so many so many aspects of it are relatable and then yes. there are a ton that aren't <laughs> absolutely so we're yeah. gonna get to the aren't so then it starts coming out that basically since um they have had this breakup that two things happen kind of sim- simultaneously <laughs> simultaneously <laughs> try that again simultaneously okay yeah. is that right yeah. simultaneously <laughs> <laughs> had a stool I love how you were fucking up, but you just kept going. I just like simultaneously. Anyways, um, the people know. Yeah, the gamers know. They know. They, they oh, know. somebody on uh, Instagram messaged <laughs> about how I said <laughs> I say windmill. No, you don't. I do. I have always said it instead of like instead windmill. Of windmill? Yeah, I don't know why. And oh they my were God, you have one. And they were like, "Can you we just talk about how Sean pronounced windmill this episode?" <laughs> oh my God, say it how you say it. Windmill. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh it's gosh. a meal of wind. You have a pedestal. You have more, though. It's not like you have a one pedestal. <laughs> okay, anyway, simultaneously. Yeah. So, at the same time, two things were happening. It was coming out in, um, you know, drama sites or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Sean's just currently, the, his laptop sounds like it's going to fucking blow yeah, up. Yeah, it sounds so like I'm just... running The Sims 4 over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Trying to get those in my old, like, growing up, my old computer, my parents' house, trying to get those games to run. Oh. Those games that would even come in, like, cereal boxes. Nightmare. Oh, God, good luck. Anyways, so Cassie was apparently in talks of getting a reality TV show. Okay. Okay? With him? No. Separate. Separate. Okay. Her post-life. Okay. Okay. So I do think this is important to note because when this started coming out, it started ramping up and date timeline wise of him showing up at her house unannounced, her parents' house, sending messages that were, you know, in times threatening, like you don't say anything about uh, blah, 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 blah. Like there's all this stuff, which is so fucking unacceptable so rational for her to get a restraining order. He had a device on her car at one point, which is is like absolutely not so like, like it's bad. Okay. So like not trying to like 
undermine that at all. But it is interesting to me that where she's going to talk about on a reality TV show, their relationship ending and her new single life and potentially in his freaked out mind, potentially, allegedly, maybe stuff about why they broke up that could pertain to his queerness. Right. I don't think she would have outed him, but I'm saying when you're in that freaked out mindset of figuring out your own queerness, again, I do not think she would have outed him on this reality TV show, but you could potentially see that he would be so freaked out that when she's doing a reality TV show where you're supposed to kind of talk about everything, that something somehow could be leaked because it's putting a big spotlight on him and how their how their relationship ended and her post life afterwards. So, again, totally disturbing, disgusting, restraining order necessary, but I just wanted to give a little bit of context to what was kind of going on and why I'm not surprised, not about his behavior, but him now coming out. Like to me, even though it's a very like accentuated like shitty, scary, disturbing what reason I have seen a lot of queer people kind of go down that same panic line. Right. If that makes sense. And then I I absolutely agree, but then and I'm not saying that you think this way. Yeah. But to me it's like But it's important. And I to think say, this is yes. part of the problem. Totally. Is that I definitely had similar panic. Correct. You know, I have exactly had those feelings yes. of when I broke up with my last girlfriend her talking to people and them being like, well, I mean, come on, you know, things like that. And that's, that spirals in your head. But the fact that somebody let it get to a point that somebody took a restraining order order out on them, stalked their family, stalked them, put a device on their car is like so disgusting and psychotic. (laughs) And it's, it's to me almost in the same vein, not to connect these two Mm -hmm. in that way but this is something that has come up recently with all these james charles allegations how his excuse was desperation and i feel like that's almost what people put on some of this situation as well it's like oh well he was just desperate that you know there was all this internal queer struggle and it's like desperation is no excuse to do illegal psychotic shit yeah uh, ever so yeah, it's like 100%. I just am so no, I agree. yeah it's like fuck off um, yeah. no I totally agree. so anyways because there's queer people that come out every day that have gone through this inner turmoil and inner panic like myself like the relatability side yeah. of the story that I was pointing out when you know with, it, with the exception of all the fucking psychotic behavior that I did not do that shit exactly like I did not stalk yeah. my ex I did not you know show up at his parents' house. I did not put a device on his car, and I am one of millions of queer people that, that have gone through the inner I would say also have not. 99.9% Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So here we are at this point. He's been on this reality TV show. He's gained millions of followers from doing so. Undeniable, the once again, doesn't make it right, but added pressure of that being the case. You know, while I was freaked out that my local high school friends were going to find out he has built his entire brand off of being this like bachelor all-american football player millions of followers blah 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 yeah so then that all like kind of stopped being in the news like maybe a year ago this whole um, 
restraining order, etc. And then here we are now. Last week, he comes out as gay. Yes. Good morning, America. Right. That was the first one. I think so. Good morning. Yeah. And then almost immediately after. <laughs> yeah. It's announced that he is going to get his own Netflix show yes. with with Gus Kentworthy as his gay guide, which brings us to today's topic. Today's topic. 38 minutes in. 38 minutes in, <laughs> which we're going to basically sum up in the next six minutes, and yes. then we'll be back for part two. Yes. So, yeah. So, before we get into gay guides, why don't we just kind of summarize, like, th- okay, I want to say this. First of all, when I heard this... I, first of all, was like, who the fuck's Gus Cameron? I didn't even know who the fuck this was. Right, fair. For a couple reasons. One... You're a lesbian. I'm a lesbian. So, like, I'm sure in the gay... I think you'll have a lot more to bring to the table on this topic because... They're both, like, sporty, though, so I don't really... Right. <laughs> but, like, it's not even, like... Like, there's certain lesbian influencers or, like athletes and stuff that I necessarily I don't connect with but I still know who the fuck they are because they have big followings and they're a lesbian do you know what I mean but like I literally had no fucking clue who this person was and I looked it up and I was like he's an Olympian right Yeah. so I was like okay Olympian something something, I have no fucking idea something something cold yeah something cold so (sighs) this is what I we're gonna get into in the second episode more but something that I wanted to um say is that I am at like I'm struggle bus city on this right now because in one breath I am like so frustrated by the fact that these two are getting this platform to do this when a lot of people have been fighting for like airspace quite literally on TV that are queer and have been running shows for ages or they have been like you know advocates for the queer community for ages and no one's fucking following their life no one's giving them a platform to speak about what they know so that is like really like frustrating to me and how i can relate to that is seeing big influencers or youtubers that are like famous for other things like for example like they make like you know fucking slime i don't know whatever (laughs) let's say whatever it is (laughs) and then coming out as bi gay whatever it may be fantastic win in a lot of ways for the queer community because here you have this person like jojo siwa with a large platform that is not made up with a predominant queer following so what happens then is instead of preaching to the choir all of a sudden this person has the opportunity to preach their queerness and their own accepting of their own queerness to a lot of people that otherwise would never have listened in the first place right right like i've talked about before with my instagram account and stuff like that 99 percent of those people are probably either queer or like already very accepting of queerness so when i'm putting stuff out there like i'm not getting the traction i want to maybe make change because it's hard to get that platform so would it be nice to be given a platform like a tv show or something to be able to do so absolutely so it's sometimes frustrating when all of a sudden someone comes out that's got a big following and then they're the ones being able to do interviews on what being LGBTQ plus means or like yeah. how to support the community. It's frustrating, not only for me, but other people that I think are like maybe more um, knowledgeable on the topics because simply they've been out longer or have done a lot for the LGBTQ plus community already. But to play devil's advocate, I'm also like, like Jojo Siwa, perfect example. I'm like, Let's look at the fact that probably 90% of 
her following are either young kids that have not even like thought about their own sexuality or parents that are arguably very conservative because she's so like G-rated bubblegum. Yeah. And she has such an opportunity to get these messages out to people that otherwise it just would have been blocked out of their bubble. So to play devil's advocate, Colton's not the right person to do it because clearly all these like really disturbing issues and um, restraining orders, etc. I think it's like fucked that like you can't just like erase that because you're gay now, everything's happy, whatever. Like let's forget about all that fucked up shit you did. But I'm also like all the dudes that follow Colton, all the girls that follow Colton are these like Bachelor Nation down south USA football playing Christian whatever that maybe will get to see something or hear some messages that they would have otherwise never heard. Right. Yeah, I think fuck him. I'm not even going to give him a devil's advocate. Part okay. Of I first of all don't think any men follow him. I will say you like, don't think so. I don't. I obviously some men follow him, yeah. and now he's going to get a a gay male following. Yes. Um. I but I don't think people care about him being a like decent college football. Right. athlete enough to follow like him through girls. his whole bat you're telling me that some right. dude that likes that he caught a ball is gonna fall <laughs> is gonna follow him posting all these cringy photos with like you know it's it's not like he had an athlete's instagram Correct. so i don't okay. think he has men following him okay. i think it's bachelor nation women so yes. i think this show is basically going to be for bachelor nation women yes it will be 100%. i think it's so disgusting that him coming out just totally, for the most part, there's obviously some people still talking about it, mm-hmm. totally eclipses how he's treated this ex-girlfriend of his. Yes, totally. I think that it should be way more focused on, and I think yeah. that giving him a show just because he's gay is so stupid. Right. Um, and then, yeah, I think to me the most problematic part is, like, you're literally taking a masculine, white, athletic gay now male Mm -hmm. giving him a gay guide who is a white athletic masculine presenting contrast would have been nice yeah and it's like there are so many intricacies about being queer yeah and what it means to be queer yeah and it's just so disturbing to me that that is what people Netflix think mm-hmm. we need at this time. We need more stories of gay, masculine, white men. Right. <laughs> when it's like, there are so many... What's that show that got cancelled that was like superheroes and Sense8. stuff? Sense8. Yeah. Shows like that are getting cancelled that had queer representation, yeah. had people of color, yeah. had, you know, fucking flavor. I didn't watch it, but yeah. I know that everybody loved it. Yeah. And it's, it's like a very th- diverse. Yeah, things like that are getting yeah. canceled and they're green lighting nonsense like this. When it's yeah. like there are so many people of color, trans people, mm-hmm. so many different layers to the queer community. Yeah. And we're just gonna get a show of like how to become a circuit gay. Correct. You know? Yeah. And it's just like so gross to me. And it's like both of these people, not to diminish it even further, but both of these people came out pretty decently late in life. Yeah. It's like why not talk to like a feminine gay Mm -hmm. person of color and how they struggled with their upbringing and all the, all the layers of what it meant to come out as like their authentic self. It's just so frustrating to me. I get that. I totally get that. And I think, I think a lot, what a lot of people aren't getting though, because I I also want to say this, I think that you devil's advocate. (laughs) I do because the only thing that I, I kind of, I'm like, I get everything you're saying, but 
I think that LGBT, something that I would love to see because it's always like talked about, and I get what you meant of like the struggles of their upbringing and all these things. Right. What I would love to see some stuff that is bubblegum and fun and lighthearted, but why can't it be people that have been in the space? Like, there's so many people that have been making, you know, fun YouTube videos or comedians that are queer and, and all these things. Like, you know, people of color, people that are white, but they're like, you know, they've been in the queer community. They've been trying to make LGBTQ plus stuff yeah. f- for the space that's fun and lighthearted. Because, like, I don't. I don't agree with, like, oh, I don't agree with the part of it of, like, he's had it easy, so he shouldn't have a show. Right. Because I don't think every queer story on TV needs to be a struggle bus story, but, because I do think, just as, like, LGBTQ plus viewers, the reason I fucking watch The Bachelor, the reason I fucking watch all these reality TV shows is because, like... I, I just want to see some fun stuff on TV. Yeah. So I want to see fun TV for queer people. I want it to be bubblegum. I don't want it to be so serious. I, I think those stories also have a place and they deserve a place. But, like, I do want to see some, like, fun, just lighthearted, like, reality TV. But do I think it should go to someone who just last year had a fucking restraining order against their girlfriend? Is like, ex- like abusive behavior against their girlfriend yeah um and why why it's just so close-minded like why is the person that you're also casting because let's be real that's what they're doing they're casting gus okay it's not like they just happen to be best friends and that was the only choice even if you were going to go the colton route let's pretend he's not an abuser right like there's no yeah. way that colton should got the show let's no, just make yeah, that clear totally. but let's say he's not let's say there's a bachelor who comes out as gay okay yeah. matt james was just a bachelor let's say that he comes out as gay okay and then he got this show why are we not making sure that the other person cast is a different aspect of the lgbtq plus community totally so still keep it fun but like <laughs> they hate the phrase kill two birds with one stone but it's like why like so narrow-minded who was the casting department on this that said hey we've got like you said an athletic masculine white gay male why is why does the person literally have to be his fucking twin yeah like i don't get that yeah and i do see part of it that i don't also want to diminish is like there are people besides the fact that colton is a piece of shit um (laughs) there are people that that is their queer story yeah they are masculine presenting i do get that yeah but if you're gonna once again shouldn't be colton but if you're gonna do a show of this style why not have like a panel of gay guides yeah totally a group of friends i i am gus kenworthy and i relate because i had a similar thing let's talk about that yeah and then have hey this is somebody that i can't relate to that at all this is my experience you know it's like to teach you that that maybe you're privileged in this sense exactly and it can still be fun and light it could be a fucking group of my god make it like the fucking fab five but of like actual diverse people not saying the fab five wasn't but not in like COVID times, but like it would be, it would be kind of fun. Once again, not with Colton, but like any bachelor who had didn't have all this problematic behavior uh, Colton, yeah. to see, yeah, not Colton, to see like even if it is fucking Gus, but to see Gus and to see, um, I don't know, you know all the fucking gays, four other um queer men, one's bi, one's pan, one's trans, one's whatever, one's a person of color, hopefully a fewer people of color that 
all go out and hit these gay bars and they're like oh go try on these fucking skinny jeans and are like doing that stuff that would be fun to watch yeah why is it two why is it colton and the twins and shouldn't be colton <laughs> and shouldn't be colton yeah, yeah. so like it just it, it to me it's confusing because i thought we were at least at the point that even if casting directors weren't coming doing it because they're coming from an authentic place of i thought they'd at least try to save face they'd at least try and save face yeah that's where i'm at like i know people are not necessarily at the point where they're doing it because they actually think it's important, which is fucked up and a shame. But I thought at least when you have, like, casting apartments, like, that Netflix has access to, they'd say, hey, guys, we might want to be cautious about advertising this as Colton and his other white masculine gay pal. No, that's the name of the show, too. You know what I mean? What is it, Colton and Gus? Colton and his other gay white masculine (laughs) pal. And they're like, perfect. No one will have a problem with with that. (laughs) Run with it. Like, totally good like it just it just seems very it just seems like they just missed the mark completely and um i would also like to be able to say let's wait until the show maybe this is the first gay guy that they're announcing it shouldn't be kill that's what it goes back to yes because if it was a different uh, matt james is a terrible example because matt james is black (laughs) but if it was a different bachelor that was white and masculine because like a lot of them most of them are yeah 99 of them literally besides matt james are white and masculine um if it was one of the like one of those bachelors that came out and not colton not colton (laughs) (laughs) drink every time we say not cold yeah. <laughs> um and it was you know gus it would be like there would be that percentage of me of like maybe they're just saying maybe it is a few gay guys or whatever but they're just saying gus because he's the most famous and they're trying to get viewership yeah but like let's maybe wait and see the first episode maybe they'll have a good diverse group of pals maybe you know yeah but, with but colton, not colton but so. not colton so it's already written off exactly it's already written off which is a shame yeah um and is it a shame i don't know no it's a shame that something that could have been fun oh. could have been fun to watch like I want to see I don't care the... about fun to watch I'm in a fighting mood okay you're in a fighting mood I I, I am hopeful that something that we see in the next couple of years I'm going to manifest this as much as we see some amazing LGBTQ plus stories continue to get shown I want fun queer people we're, we're, I want some fun to yeah. watch I, I think that we need and we deserve lightness and laughter as much as we need and deserve to tell the stories of uh, you know, struggle and breaking through and coming out and all these things. I think they both have a place, and I just hope more representation continues. And this was just a shot in the opposite direction. Yes. So, in the next episode, we will talk about gay guides. who our gay guides were mm-hmm. and who we maybe wish they had been. Yeah, and why <laughs> and they're not helpful Colton. and not helpful. And, and not Colton. And not Colton. <laughs> and not Colton. <laughs> Uh, that's the thing. A lot of people's gay guide will now be Colton. Don't say that. They will. I'm kicking you off the A podcast. lot of people will. And that's unfortunate because we've 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 also drink every time we say we've talked about before on the yeah. podcast. Everyone knows that. There's you should just always be thinking clocking us for that. But we've talked about before how when like the issues within the gay men thing because it's always been an issue with representation like even down to the fucking posters they use to promote events it's always like the super fit masculine gay guy which is translated into people being like mask for mask on apps and all these things so like it 
I understand your like anger and frustration because I do have to all also acknowledge that I'm from a different part of the LGBTQ plus community. Right. So it might not directly affect me as much. I still think it's fucked up that it's going to happen, but I do acknowledge that you have more right to have feelings on it because I mean, I have it directly no, affects your space. I have no right to be angry on it because I I am also white and gay and male. Yeah, but you do want that to change for people right. within the space. Like it is frustrating to see within the space that being the like the understanding of what is it is the exceptional gay tier. Yeah. And that's fucked up. Sure. That's fucked yes, up. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> Jeez, we really <laughs> me trying to wrap that. it up and you being like and then <laughs> I know I just there is you know, there's, there's so layers. much to talk about yeah. there's so many layers yeah. there's so many layers but we're gonna talk um, uh, next week about gay guides and once again you can go to our Instagram at I can explain podcast and click the link in our bio for merch um, tag us in your pictures and your merch it's so cute when we see it we like absolutely fucking love it I lose my mind um, and also our Patreon where you can get bonus episodes um, there's a discord community and we're going to be setting up that zoom hangout shortly so we can all um, hang out and just chat i don't know whatever you do on zoom you guys know what you do on zoom at this point and until next time we will see, see you around, around the, the gay gay neighborhood. unless you're colton yeah <laughs> <laughs>